This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Oh, the burdens a great wizard such as myself must bear low. But we do all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep things like, oh, I don't know, being responsible for the loss of your fellow wizard's immortality all bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to work through whatever's weighing you down. Going to therapy has taught me that I don't have to react to every emotion I feel, even though those emotions are valid. Sometimes taking a moment is all you need to respond in a way that's truer to your values. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash magic today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash magic. Life is full of personal wins. Whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the Personal Price Plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. The following podcast is not real, but it is a key component to Project Mobius, the top secret comedy mind control initiative of the Earwolf Network. Oh, whoops, it says don't read that part. Forget that, forget that. And it's sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. If you'd like to give real gifts to your fake friends, send them to Cards Against Humanity, 1917 North Elston, Chicago, Illinois, 60642. Care of Arnie Niekamp, Vermilion Minotaur, Town of Hogsface, Land of Foon. The folks at Cards will pass them along. Enjoy the show. Tavern, a weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Niekamp. If you've never listened to the podcast before, this was going on about a year and a half ago. I kind of lost track, honestly. I don't know exactly how many months, but over a year and a half ago, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King into the magical, fantastical land of Foon. Luckily, I'm still getting a Wi-Fi signal from that Burger King through the dimensional portal, and I use it to upload a podcast I record every week here in the tavern, the Vermilion Minotaur, in the town of Hogsface, in the land of Foon. And I'm joined, as always, by my co-hosts, Sean, the King of the Badgers. Hey there. How you doing, bud? Good. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. You look... You, there's some new stuff going on with you. Yeah, I uh, got some more piercings done. More piercings? Yeah, really? my, friend, my friend Claire's been helping me out. I got a, what's called a stud in my ear. Uh-huh. Uh, and I got a hoop in this one over here. Wow. Then I ended up getting that Lebray piercing. Yeah. And I got a, uh, this is a, this is a, how do I explain this? I got this weird piercing where long ago there used to be this prince mm-hmm. named Albert. Oh, no. Uh, Al, he would be uh-huh. my Prince Al. Oh, God. And, um... He got a special type of piercing, and I also got that special type of piercing. And you may not be able to see it. In your dick. Sorry? In your penis. What? No! Who would get their dick pierced? Oh, it's not, that's not what the, that's not what you're talking about? No! It's on my shoulder. Oh. He just pierced my shoulder. Pierced your shoulder? Yeah. It's kind of a cool thing. I mean, it's thing. not as bad as a dick, but. 
it just pierced your shoulder? Yeah. That's got to hurt. Yeah, it hurts terribly, but it looks great. Who is this new friend, Claire, that you're getting all these piercings from? She's a friend of mine. And also my friend, Spencer, who gives me so many gifts. Oh, Spencer's gifts. What? Be honest. Are Spencer's gifts any good? They're kind of like they're I feel funny. like when I was younger, they used to look kind of cool, and now I'm just like, these are lame. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I'm also joined by my other co-host, one of my favorite people in Foon. I am Musador, wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Tarakis. The elves know me as Fiangyalik. The dwarves Fang know me Yelly. as Zonin and Hugstangis, and I am known in the Northeast as Gasmwanius Mace. Star, and there may be other secret names you do not know yet. All oh, those names are so powerful, so deadly, so gruesome that I dare not speak any out of this even when I reference them. That's the softest I've ever heard Usador speak. Yeah. Wow, that's impressive. I can get quieter. You can get quieter? Yeah. How quiet can you get? How quiet can you get? How quiet. What if the whole show was just this? And then... Now I'm oh, back to ah, oh. I bet we killed somebody. I bet there was someone listening at home who turned, their, who turned the volume way up because, because they wanted to hear every, every second of you that were talking. Uh, and nay. you blasted their ears out. Uh, nay. Nay, they want to hear every single note upon the very spectrum that is the voice of Usador. Every note? Airy note? Airy note. Have, have I heard airy note that your voice is capable of? Perhaps. Perhaps. You know, sometimes when you're not around, Usador and I uh, take your equipment, and we've been recording another podcast. <laughs> what? It's called Usador's Enunciation. Really? Yeah. So what we do is we just take, uh, they're just short podcasts. It's like five Red minutes letter, each. yellow letter. Red letter, yellow letter. Yeah, he does a lot of like, she brews a proper cup of coffee in a copper coffee pot. So every episode is just you doing vocal warm-ups? That's correct. Yeah. There, does, uh, do other things happen? What do you do on this in this podcast, John? I'm his hype man. You're his so hype I'm man? I'm like, yeah, baby, get it. Could I, could, I mean, could Give you- me the gift of a grip-top sock. Not a slip-shape, ship-shape, drip-drop sock, but a plastic elastic grip-top sock. You know you need unique hog's face. You know you need unique hog's face. That, that one's hard. <laughs> that is that hard. a hard one. Yeah. This podcast sounds terrible, but I know what? I'm going to get hey. lots of no, requests. No, actually, Junt, he's right. It is awful. I have been listening back to it, and it is even worse than this show. What? But, but oh. Usador's Annunciation, I mean, the title... I mean, I sound terrific, but the show is... Boring as hell. What have you guys been doing with it? Have you tried uploading it anywhere? What? Uploading it? What do you oh. mean? Well, you got to upload it we through the dimensional rift. The... We just speak into the microphone. We assume just it does the rest. Talk it earth right now. Oh, you don't even like know. You probably don't even know how to record it. I thought there's a microphone you speak into and it, it's it's talking it to earth. earth. We just talk into this and it goes to earth. Oh, I see. So you just come in, set up the mics, talk into them. Yes. And you think it goes someplace. Yes. Dummies. Hey. You guys are fucking stupid about our stuff. Whose fault is that? I'm tired. Look, here's the thing. I'm tired. I'm tired of being the fish out of water. I am no stupider than you guys. Just because I'm in your world, I don't understand stuff. You don't know shit about my world. Now, you're no stupider than anyone. <laughs> Let's well. be honest. Yeah, and we know tons about Earth stuff. Like, what's some Earth stuff you know? Um, there's a little something called the Kentucky Derby. Kentucky Darby? We know yeah. all about Disneyland. We know yes. all about Dharma and Greg. Mm-hmm. We've learned about Billy Yum Yum 2x2. Two two. Yes. I know what a nerd's rope is. 
Oh, you're making me really nostalgic for Earth. All right, well, you know, we could go on and on talking about Earth stuff. Let's do. Look, what I don't, don't want to oh. talk about Earth stuff, except for there's a shirt. I don't want to talk about Earth stuff currently available on the Earwolf store. What was that voice you slipped into? That's my sales voice. That sounded gross. Hey, you know what? Let's. I feel like I've been ignoring our guest. I'm very excited. Uh, we have another fairy on the show. We're going to talk to Ross, the fairy. Hello. Hi, Ross. Hi. You're Hello, just this Ross. adorable little fairy. Don't patronize. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. But it's just you're so small. So I, I guess I think of small things as being adorable. I think of your penis as adorable. <laughs> oh, I, snap. Yeah. Fair Damn. enough. Fair enough. I really yeah. walked right into that yes. one. Oh. Sorry. If I see one, I'm going to take it no, home. No, sure. Absolutely. Classic, classic Ross. Classic, classic Ross. Ross. That's yeah. right. Chunk, you know Ross. Oh, yeah. Ross oh. and I went to school together. Where where, where did you guys go to school? Patuli. Patuli grade school. Oh, wow. Which smells so bad. It smells oh. like, there's a phrase of like, smells like patuli. Smells like patuli. Like, yeah. yeah. Like unwashed. But like also better than you. Yeah. yeah. Patuli school smells very poorly. Because it was built on top of a dead ogre. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, Ross, walk me through, yeah. like, what your life is like. What is your life like as a fairy? Uh, sure. Get up super early. Uh-huh. Um, that's number one. That's number one for all fairies. Oh, all fairies yeah. are early risers. Early risers. Uh, late sleepers. Uh-huh. Naps. Sure. Yeah. Uh, then we go. I go to work every day. Uh-huh. 20 hours. 20 hours? Yeah. That's so much of the day. It's just, it's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, we only paid for six, too. You're oh, only paid for six terrible. of those hours? Yeah. They cut up into uh, half-hour sequences. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, Holy cow. Yeah, there's a lot of rigmarole. Yeah. You'd be, you'd be surprised. What is the work that you do? Oh, my God. Enchanting people. Sure. Yeah. With my spirit. Yeah. Is a big one. Um, kind of... Um, Upping the mood, like if there's ever a, a kind of a bad mood in a place, yeah. we go there and we up it. Oh, is that hard to spend so much time in places where people are in a bad mood? You know what? I like it. Sure. Yeah, I crave it. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I dream about it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm good at my job. That's not the point. Yeah. The point is the circumstances of which I work. You know. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. So you're like, love the job, love don't the job. like the circumstances. Yes. Love, love the peanut butter, hate the jaw. Sure. Sure. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Now, you uh, have a very good fairy job. Some fairies have more oh. lowly jobs. Yes, they live in shoes. They live in uh, shoes. They yes. put dew onto grass, that right. sort of thing. They, right. They, they have to wake up the sun. Ugh, what a drunk. Notorious. Wake up the sun? Notoriously oversleeper. Yeah, how does that work? Oh, my God. You start at the eyes. Mm-hmm. You kind of walk them. Walk yeah. And then as soon as, you know, there's enough pressure, there's enough of us fairies, yeah, he yeah. wakes up. Oh, you wake up the sun. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? That's probably not a very time-consuming job. You would think, but some t- sun time is so different than uh, odd time. I see. Yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah, and it takes very many fairies to do it. Oh yeah, yeah. one alone definitely uh, not do it. No, 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 no. Yeah. It'd be like a sneeze. But some people must like that job. Like if you've got a worse job, you're like, oh, I hate this job. I might as well be walking on the sun. Yeah, I guess. I guess you're talking about everything being relative. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, that's a good way to end a conversation. Yeah. yeah. How do how do fairies how do fairies jobs get picked? Like, do you decide, like, I'm going to shoot for being that kind of fairy, or do you get pre-selected? Oh, you're pre-selected. There's very little mobility in the fairy world. Oh. Yeah. Well, I guess you're lucky that you got a job you like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you learn to like it, like anything. You know, somebody likes to to wipe an ass. I don't know. Not me. Yeah. (laughs) Somebody out there. Somebody likes it. Yeah, someone does. Do they test your aptitude at all to to see where you're best placed? No, it's it's whoever was your mother and your father. Just uh, hereditary. Hereditary, yes. 
So your parents did the same did the same job? No, my parents um, were welders. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It skips a generation. Sure. So if you had your druthers, would you have the job you have, or would you do something else? Goodness, I've never even entertained the thought. Mm-hmm. I guess if you can give me the permission to think for a minute. Sure. Give her permission. Yeah, let's all... Everyone shut up! This is thinking time. Uh, I'd like to I'd like to tell stories through songs. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Is that something that you do in your free time? Or is it just something you want to do? Continue talking to one another! Uh, it's it's something I do I th- I entertain in my free time thinking about. Sure. Yeah. Could we hear one of your sure, stories? Sure. Your song? I always like to um, hear a problem. Yeah. Could I hear a problem? Could I? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, um, do either of you have a pro- recent problem? I don't have a problem, but my friend has been dating someone long distance, and he's concerned it may not work out. Oh, that's tough. Us fairies know a lot about that because we're so small. Yeah. Everything's a long distance. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. Natural, just very long. Yeah, yeah. It could be a very short distance to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, do you mind if I sing? Uh, look at him, he's over there. Ooh, it's getting smaller because he's far away. Is it you getting bigger or he getting smaller? It's distance. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's, a, that's fantastic. That really put my heart at ease. Yeah. Maybe it didn't solve your problem. No, but it, but like, it described Really puts it. things yeah. in perspective. Yes. Yeah, just hearing, your, perspective. hearing someone else identifying with your problem, I think is helpful. It reminded me how things in the distance are smaller. <laughs> Chen, how about you? You got a problem? Uh, yes, I have a problem where um, my friend thinks that I might have pierced my dick. And I don't oh. know how to uh, assure him I did not. Yeah. Tale as old as time. Ooh, what's that peeking from your pants? Is it metal? Is it a dance? We'll never know unless we ask. It's the penis song. Wow. Oh, yeah. that's a good song. I'm going to sing that to my penis every night before bed. Oh, really? I'm tuck in my penis, sing it that little song. <laughs> tuck Give it a warm penis. glass of milk and then go Oh, <laughs> You wake up in the morning, just warm milk all over your lap. Well, you, here's my problem. I love my family. Oh. But I accidentally fell through a dimensional portal mm-hmm. from my world to this world. To that, this I world. We get it. Yeah, you say it at the beginning of every show. A year and a half ago, I fell through a dimensional <laughs> portal. And, and I miss my family very much. Like, I love the magical, cool things that I've learned here, but I right. miss my family. Right. So you want me to sing you a song? I would love a song. Okay. Little babies cry about little things. You've got to realize life is long and you only get one of it. So shut it. Oh, man, mine didn't even rhyme. No, that one, that one really hit home for me. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, Ross. Well, I guess you give me a lot to think about. Yeah. It's, all, it's all relative, man. I guess so. You know, I have this theory of relativity. I'm not going to sing that song to my penis. <laughs> if I were to put my paw in a fire... Uh-huh. For half an hour, yeah, it would burn off. It would burn off. Yeah, That's but if I if I were to spend uh, you know some time in the company of a beautiful person, mm-hmm. it would feel like five minutes. That's beautiful. Yeah, Chen's a real philosopher. Yeah, and relatively, that second scenario is the better one. Yeah. Yes, oh, yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I see oh, yeah. now. No. Uh, not even relatively. Like it just is the better scenario. Unless you're allergic to beauty. 
Oh, which oh. some people are. Yeah. Which some people are. How does a, a beauty allergy manifest itself? Like, what, what happens? Oh, you just sort of let yourself go, grow a beard, don't do much with your hair anymore. And, and you're just like, I'm a, sorry, I'm allergic to beauty. Yeah. Yes. Well, you know what? Uh, Ross, do you want anything to drink? Oh, do you have any um, teacup? We do have teacups. Would you like anything in it? Or did you want the no, cup? You just wanted to sit inside the teacup? Yes, oh, I'm please. so sorry. Yeah, you've been like, yeah. you've been just sort of I've been hovering. I've fl- yeah. this whole time. Yeah, it's got to be exhausting. An empty teacup, please. And three ales for the table. And make it short and stout. Uh, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now... New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas, absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. So, Ross, I'm just, it saddens me to learn that fairies' lives are are a lot more bleak than I guess I imagined they would be. Mm-hmm. Like, you bring so much magic and joy into the into, into Foon. It's sad that your lives seem a little, dare I say, joyless? Yeah. I, I dare you to say it. Oh, yeah. Dare accepted. <laughs> yeah. It's joyless. Yeah, it's horrible. We see in black and white. We work 20 hours. Nobody you, cares about us. You see in black and white? Yes. You're so colorful. You don't see any of those colors? Yeah, and it's, it's like dots, too. Oh. There's, it's not even connected. Wow. You look like an Adam to me. Wow. He does look like an Adam. I could see you being named Adam. <laughs> it's not nice. It's not great. Uh, we have horrible overlords, uh, uh, by the way, of kings and yeah. queens. Yeah. Yeah. And they Who think, are in rehab, I heard? Yes. And honestly, it's sex related. Oh, sex oh, related. Yeah. I love it. I wonder if they have anything for that at the Learning Onyx. Where I've been, I've been going to oh, meetings. Right. There's this giant Onyx building mm-hmm. where there's, there's like you can go, you can go to meetings. You can go to AA, which is just you go in the room and there's just two apples sitting right. there. Right, right. Um, you can go. You to, have to decide which one to pick. Yeah, you have to yeah. decide. Yeah, that's um, a tricky test. Yeah, white watchers in case you're trying to get rid of whites. Aren't we all? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yes. Uh, but it's hard to keep them away. Yeah, got that population. So your overlords are just making things tough. Oh, yes. So tough. They cut our brakes. They step on our toes. They clip our wings. Oh, no. Just for talking back. Uh-huh. And I have this horrible thing. It's called sass. Yeah. Yeah, I got a lot of it. A lot of sass. Yeah. And so I got to bite my tongue. Yeah. Literally? 
No, I was fairies don't have tongues. Oh, what? How are you talking? Wait, wait open your mouth. You, you know, this is very personal. I apologize. Is it all right if you open your mouth really wide so I can see your tongueless mouth? Yeah, it kind of looks like your pants. Oh, <laughs> oh that's too. Oh, that. snap! I deserve that. I, I do 100 percent deserve that. Thank you, thank you. I'll be here all night. Do you mind if I plug my show? No, go right ahead. Yeah, there's a corner at Dickens. Uh, I stand there and I, I burn people. Oh. Yeah, if anyone wants to come. So you burn people? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? That means I, I say something mean to them and then I uh, throw a match at their face. Oh. Uh, so both. Like you got burned. Yeah. yeah. Burn notice. So both ways. Both ways. Uh, but anyways, Thursdays and Tuesdays. Thursdays and Tuesdays. Yeah, all day. Can you do a burn on uh, Chun? Sure. Oh, come on. Sure thing. Hey, Chun, where's your butt? Wait, around back. In your mother's mouth. Oh, come on. Mm. My, that was pretty good. That's pretty good. Somebody get me to a healer because I have third degree burns. <laughs> well, she didn't, luckily, she didn't throw actual fire on you. So. No, yes, of course. Bad. I'm very lucky. Because you're a friend. Yes. You're close. Yes, yeah, we're yeah. very close. Yes. We've been, we've been there and back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Do you ever have trouble lifting the match? No, fairy dust. Ah. Yes. Lifts itself. Got it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So, um,. I don't know. Is there anything we can do to help? Oh, yes. I'd like all the fairies to come to Dickens after my burn session, and we, we want to talk. We got to talk. We got to organize. We got to come together. Oh. Please so you- no non-fairies. Oh, okay. Please no scobs. Those are people pretending to be fairies. Oh, sc- scobs are trying yeah. to be pretending to be fairies? They pretend, but we can see right through them. Oh, sure. What do they really look what are, like? What do they look like? The furrier. Oh, okay. Right. And they, they talk like with a, like a higher accent. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they're human size and just wearing fake wings. They're very easy to spot. Yeah, yeah. very easy you're to like, spot. You're like, that's not a fairy. You're that's like, a you're like a thousand times too big. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They say they just ate a hamburger. And you're like, what hamburger did all of that? I think not. I'm going to start using that excuse, I think. There's also some fairies that it's kind of sad, uh, but they can only stay alive if you believe in them and mm-hmm. clap. And oh. It's just like this exhausting, like... Yeah. yeah it's a lot of... Just desperate fairies. for attention. Yeah. It's just like, please keep... It's like, this is so yeah, tiring. Please, I don't exist without this. Yeah. yeah. It's like so needy yeah. and just like... Uh, Horrible. It's like, I believe in you. Why do I have to clap? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Belief should be enough. Yes. I've listened to this whole thing. I'm not going to clap. Right. I don't do it anymore. Me either. So you're trying to organize all the fairies. Yes. You want them to get together. Time to come together, Dickens, uh, and we'll talk. We'll organize. We'll make some demands. And then we're going to do a peaceful protest. Oh. We'll give that a minute. Sure. So walk me through how that first minute will look. Like, what will will that peaceful protest look like? We're going to form a giant fairy with our bodies. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be the top of the left wing. Okay. So that's kind of where the power is. Sure. And as soon as that giant fairy, we're going to knock on the king's door, uh-huh. and we're going to say, you know, treat us better. Treat you better, yeah. That's, wow. about, a, that's about a minute. And oh. you said this is on Dickens? Yeah. You know, uh, on Dickens Street is where uh, Chris met his, uh, you know, Chris from Christmas. Oh, yeah, Christmas. where he met his girlfriend, Carol. Oh, really? Oh. Christmas and Carol? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, wow. Right on Dickens Street. Now, Ross. Yes. Once you organize these fairies mm. into a single force to take on the king and queen of the fairies mm-hmm. and to put them in their place, will you usurp power? Or shall there be a vacuum? And what shall fill that vacuum? No, no. We prescribe to uh, uh, the fairy thinker, Tarl's box. Um, and we believe that the uh, the work should be collaborative. 
Uh, right, and, and we should own the own the production, but also give us a weekend. Yeah, yeah. Give us a weekend. Give us a weekend. Go yeah. On. yeah. Yes, a wonderful utopian future. Yes, for uh, the fairies. For the fairies. Thank you, and I enjoy your support. You guys are all allies in my book. Oh, that's Excellent. great. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. I don't want to divert from the great work that you're doing, yeah. but just personally, since I know you and I know, you know, in school, are you ever going to get back with Rachel? Oh, don't. Ross, don't. come on. Tell us. Don't. I feel like... You know, I've, she shaved her head. Did she? Yeah. Oh, and that was 99% of the reason why I was with her. Was her hair? Oh, great hair. Great hair. Great hair. It no. did this thing. It looked like a book falling off a shelf. Sorry, just oh, in, wow. in, in yeah. school, uh, Ross and Rachel were like the sure. couple. And it's yeah. like, they're on again, they're off again, they're on again, they're off again. Yeah. It's just a Yeah, it was crazy. We went on uh, spring break. I fucked some people and she got mad sure. about it. You were on a break, right? Yeah, I was on spring break. Yeah, it was, it was, on, it was spring break. You were on spring break. break. Yeah. You were on spring break. Uh-huh. Well, hmm. I don't know if I should ask some follow-up questions about fairy sex. I'm almost certain you shouldn't. Okay. Fair enough. Unless you want to get burned a third time. That is true. That is true. Third degree. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is true. My penis has been burned a lot of times <laughs> in this episode. Is that why it looks like that? Oh, you, oh you, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Just, just metaphorically. Good one. Good one. <laughs> now, I wish to help you in your endeavor to yes. unite the fairies. Thank you. And I know you're too small to carry a rock. Yes. So here's a moat of dust. Oh, thank with you. With magical properties. Mm. Oh. If you hold on to this dust moat, and you wish very, very hard, the things that you want to happen are 25% more likely to come true. So you're giving me a discount? Exactly. I, but you know what? She, she's a fairy. She's already a magical creature, isn't it? Well, uh, kind of she already has magical dust. She yeah, has fairy she has dust. fairy dust. I'm giving her extra magical dust. It's, a, it's an, an, an addendum. A fire sale. Yes. yes. Yes, I'm just trying to help in the small way that I can. No, I, I appreciate it. Thank you. You know, I love it when something magical happens on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Ross, would you be willing to do some kind of fairy magic here on the show? Show. Sure. Everybody close your eyes. Okay. okay. Uh, think about the best food you've ever seen. You couldn't eat it, though, because it was behind glass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the best food I've ever seen, but haven't actually tasted because it was behind a thick glass. Okay. My mom's spiced potatoes. Okay. You, yeah. You've never. Wait, Chuck. What? I'm sorry, I don't want to interrupt. But no, please. You've never eaten your mother's spiced oh, potatoes? Oh, it's supposed to be something we've never eaten? Yeah, just something you've seen. Oh, okay. All right, all right, stay. We've all eaten his mother's spiced potatoes. Wait, was that a Hey, come on, come on. <laughs> hey, come on. I love her. How is she? She's great. Yeah. She asks about you all the time. Oh my God. You have to swing by sometime. Yeah, I'll do. Okay, Arnie's penis behind okay. glass. Okay, so Arnie's penis is behind glass. Now, everybody. Open, uh, go to your left pocket. Okay. okay. My left pocket. Well, my penis is in my left pocket. <laughs> there we go. A mermaid fillet. I never thought I'd be able to eat a mermaid. That's not even legal. I know. Sad. I could, it was something I could never have. It was something I was supposed to never have eaten. Yeah, I guess that's true. It was either this or a unicorn's hindquarters. Oh my god. Ugh. What? Ever had unicorn on the cup? Well, Ross, it's so exciting to learn more about. Fairy folk and Thank sort you. of what you're dealing with. Yeah, it's a rich history, tapestry. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's next? No. Oh, <laughs> he said it. That's my catchphrase. What's next? Like, what's what's next for you? Like, right now? Yeah. What are you going to do now? I'm probably going to go to the bathroom. Uh huh. Yeah. Here's a question I ask all of our guests. No, what? come on. No, don't, don't ask it. Well, I just want to, I don't know what fairy poop looks like. 
Oh, God. Does L- it look-, look at me pants. <laughs> no, okay. Fair enough. I feel like I haven't treated my penis very well this episode. I'm going to have to sing it a song tonight before I go to sleep. Just as uh, forgiveness. Yeah, just tuck it in. Yeah, Get a little glass of milk. Yeah. Read a story. Read a story. Uh, Chunt, have you gotten any emails lately? Yeah, I have. You can email me at chunt at gmail.com. Of course, that's chunt with six T's. Here we have an email from Tim Rapp. Tim says, I need Usador to test a ritual. Hey, Chun, how's it going? Sorry to use you as an intermediary like this, but I've been workshopping a ritual, but I can't try it out myself because there's no magic on Earth. Uh, Can you see if Usador can help with this and if there's any effect? Uh, So, Usador, I'm going to read this ritual. All right. You're going to do it and let us know if there's any effect. Let's see. Step one. There's three steps. Put your right hand in. Step two is take your right hand out. I have done so. Step three... Put your right hand in. I have done so again. You're going to shake it all about. Yeah. Ah. Anything? My dick's bigger. <laughs> Whoa, you made all our dicks bigger. <laughs> Finally. Do it again. Do it again. I put my right hand in. Yes. I put my right hand out. Yes. I put my right hand in and I shake it all about. Yes. Woo. Well, congratulations, gentlemen. Too big. But what are you going to do? I hope that answers your question. And it's all canon. <laughs> From now on, dear listeners. <laughs> Remember, from this moment forward, I all am. our dicks from this are moment much forth, bigger. Ne'er forget the magic that has transpired here today, and the effect that it has had upon our various genitalia. I, for now, we shall be so well endowed that all shall. Uh, uh, I don't know what that's. Called. Get your fan art ready. Hey, uh, I've got an email. You can always email me at Magic Tavern at Puppies at Supplies. It's a real email address. Hi, Arnie, Usador, and Chunt. I've listened to your entire podcast from the beginning since I discovered it early this summer. Oh, great. You're all amazing, talented people, and you make my day brighter. My parents... Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, Jesus, I don't want to read this after the dick's bigger part. Hey, my parents really announced that they are getting separated, which was a big shock, but your episodes still bring, your episodes still bring a smile to my face. Arnie, I know you've spent a lot of time apart from your child, and I'll soon be far from my dad. Any helpful words would be appreciated. I know Chunt grew up with separate parents, so I was wondering if he had any words of advice. And any words of wisdom from Usador would be greatly appreciated. Thanks for everything. Megan, 17-year-old English girl living in Prague. Chunt, how, how, do you have any advice for growing up with separated parents? I would say make sure that your dad always stays hungry and that your mom is a manticore. Good. That's good advice drawn directly Is that universal enough? I think, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you personalize it, and you hope it becomes universal. Mm-hmm. I thought so. Usador, how about you? Megan, hear the words of Usador now. You are not alone. For when you are separated from your family, that only is a physical separation. Your family you carry with you in your heart. For my family is the very wind and birds and fire and air that did bring me forth unto this world. I do not spend my days and nights with them in a home. Nay, they are in my heart all day and all night. And I know that I am here for a purpose. To defend Foon from evil. Find your purpose and love your family. And that shall be enough. Usador, do the birds and winds and fire that made you, do they get always get along? No, no. Uh, sometimes the wind 
comes through and tears out the birds' nests in a great typhoon or tornado. Aye, there is tumultuous anger sometimes between these great forces of nature, and we must learn that this anger and this tumult is all natural, and that we must learn to accept it and find our own place here in this food. Like farts. Also, you get two Christmases. That's, that's true. You'll get, you'll get two Christmases. Uh, well, anyway, we get lots of emails from people who are going through tough times, and um, I appreciate all of them, and I hope that we can be a small good thing for anybody that uh, needs something to help them through their week. And, Megan, I don't know if I have any advice besides, you know, love your family, no matter how far flung they may be, even if they're transported into another dimension. And also, you know what? Find good friends. Good friends always help you through the tough times. And uh, you don't have to take this advice, but it's just good words from four dudes with huge old dicks. No, no. So, Megan, please, please have not listened to this episode where we tried to help you. And uh, that's all from the Magic Tavern. Look, the fairy's dragging the dick around. Yeah. Yusinor, you made the fairy's dick too big. Fine, fine. It's, I it's, put my right hand out. I put my right hand in. I no, put no, my no, right no. hand out. And I stopped shaking it. Oh. It's canon. Mine's still big. Good stuff, good stuff. But not real. Remember, it's not real. Usador the Wizard was played by Matt Young. Chunt, the King of the Badgers, was played by Adel Rafai. Ross, the Fairy, was played by Allison Ringhat. Allison performs in the show Three Pete at the I.O. Theater and in other shows all over Chicago. Uh, I've got some more credits here, but it's uh, kind of quiet in the bunker, so I thought this might be a good time for another installment of Craigcast. Welcome back to Craigcast, everybody. Good to see you all again. Everyone else in the Space Bunker is doing some mandatory sensitivity training, so uh, I don't have any guests. Uh, but I do have an email here from a Mercury Starlight who writes, As you might be able to tell from my name, I'm not your typical Earthling. I always thought my parents were just hippies, but after finding your podcast, I came to understand the truth. My ancestors must be from Foon. I wouldn't have believed it myself, but imagine my surprise when I heard Mundle the Grundle playing my favorite epic nursery ballad as the advertising music. My parents taught me that tune as the Merchant of Backwater, which I recorded for you and provided the lyrics. Well, thank you for writing to Craigcast, Mercury Starlight, or not necessarily to Craigcast, but uh, let's just hear a little bit of that, shall we? The Merchant of Backwater came to town in a fine fancy hat and velvet gown. He wore thy high stockings of goose and down, imitating the fair Titania. His wig shone like gold in the sunlit air, with a braiding of flowers in his hair. They sang of the deeds of the maiden fair, as he mimicked the fair Titania. One thing he needed to put to rest, just to ensure that he looked his best. What was the size of Titania's breast, all on a Blur's Day morning? 
Good stuff. Again, not real, all made up, totally fake. None of this is real, but that was really good. In fact, uh, I'm actually going to play the rest of that after the credits here, so just stick around for the rest of that. Hello from the Magic Tavern was produced by Arnie Niekamp, Evan Jakover, and Ryan D. Georgie. This one edited by Chris Rathjen. Music by Andy Poland, logo by Allard LeBon, additional audio effects by Jason Knox, production assistance by Garrett Schultz. Visit us at hellofromthemagictavern.com or on Facebook or Twitter. Thanks to the Chicago Podcast Co-op and thanks to Earwolf. Don't forget about the Big Hello from the Magic Tavern live show in Chicago November 19th as part of the Chicago Podcast Festival. Uh, we've got special guest Scott Adsit, of course, from 30 Rock and many other great things. And you can go to chicagopodcastfestival.org for more details about that. That's it for the show. That's it for Craig Cast. What am I forgetting? Oh, I'm still playing hide-and-seek with Robot Arnie. Oh, I wonder if he's still in the cargo bay. I'm going to go down and check. Bye. The merchant of backwater came to town in a fine fancy hat and velvet gown. He wore thy high stockings of goose and down, imitating the fair Titania. His wig shone like gold in the sunlit air, with the braiding of flowers in his hair. They sang of the deeds of the maiden fair, as he mimicked the Fair Titania, one thing he needed to put to rest, just to ensure that he looked his best. What was the size of Titania's breast, all on a Blursday morning? The merchant of backwater asked around in his fine fancy hat and velvet gown. The big apple loomed over green and round as he mimicked the fair Titania. He sold all his wares in a shocking blur, asking all of his patrons strike to scur if they'd ever heard of the prized allure of the breasts of the fair Titania. Apples or pears or a griffin's egg, melons or dragon fruit did he beg. Could one tell only by shape of leg, all on a Blursday morning? The merchant of backwater wept in vain, all this questioning was a giant pain. He wondered if he'd ever drag again in the visage of fair Titania. When suddenly he was approached and fast by King Albane himself, who looked aghast. He'd come by the town for a long repast when he'd noticed his face. Titania. Come now, my queen, said the worry king. Normally I'd see you laugh and sing. Why come you here selling stones and string all on a Blursday morning? The merchant of backwater stopped and stared. Could it be, though he wasn't quite prepared? This king had mistaken this merchant fair for his own wife, the Queen Titania. 
He looked down to find, to his great delight, that although he was somewhat short in height, his feet were no longer in his own sight, for his breasts were a fair Titania's. Magic, he thought, what a wondrous boon! Perhaps a wizard has heard my tune. Such is the way of things here in Foon, all on a Thursday morning. My king, said the fair merchant, thinking fast, I have missed you well on your long repast, but now you have come to me here at last, so embrace me, your fair Titania. My queen, said King Belleroth, smiling wide, why, of course, you belong right by my side. Come, let us repose by the fair lakeside, for I love you my fair titania and so the merchant to his slight dread found himself tied to king albane's bed and for a week they were legally wed all on a blur's day morning in the climate ravaged year of 2072 the city of pura stands as a miraculous green haven a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes fires floods and droughts demetria lopez heads up pura's public relations tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image but when she stumbles upon a dark secret that if exposed would be the downfall of pura's existence she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Reyes Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.